Hey everybody, GCR here, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob Bass Nude Photo Archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com for cool gear, novelties, fun stuff. Check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want some coffee. really good coffee. Whoa. Roasted coffee. by gamers for gamers. Oh, Get yourself yeah. some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain Geek amount of money Live. off on first person smoother. Check them out at check them out at playeronecoffee.com. Really it's God's myself. gift to gamers. It's a trap! Everybody, welcome Lone to episode two thirty podcast. You're looking now, sir. Everything happens now is happening now. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Dark Helmet and Cartoon Joe. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, uh, this Dark is, Helmet got me. This is, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting show. It's either going to be it's it's probably going to be short and sweet. Um, there's a chance, though, it's it's one of them rambling hour and 45-minute shit shows, too. So we don't know yet. Highly recommended to drink along. Unless you're driving. Yes, I, if you're driving, drink later. But. Drink later. When you uh, make birth. Hmm. When you embark. I don't this know. This is your metaphor. You, the- you finish it out. <laughs> Dis- disbark? Isn't I don't it know. Disembark? That's when you leave. But that's, just, that's, uh, either that's way. getting off the boat, not getting back to port. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know either. Um, uh, when you're not operating top- machinery of any sort, drink. <laughs> um, we, have, we have some some major movie entertainment news to cover, and then we've got um, some stories we're going to tell. Uh, we lost uh, Joe and, and Nick and I. We lost our grandfather. Uh, this last weekend, um, he died. We're gonna tell some stories. I'm drinking early times, which was his favorite whiskey. Uh, I believe the other guys are drinking early times too. Am I to have that right? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah, in spirit. My mind is 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 thinking early times, but my mouth is saying that tastes like a lot like Modelo. 
<laughs> so not this is this isn't a uh, this isn't a sad uh, podcast. It's not going to be. We're not. That's not the point of this. We're going to celebrate no, that. This isn't a tragedy, bastard. This is just. Uh, mm. This is just a uh, 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 one of those sad pickup spots along the life path. Correct. So before that, though, uh, we got a, a heaping dose of Captain Marvel news today from Entertainment mm-hmm. Weekly, and some actual tangible n- nerd geekery <laughs> stuff. It seems like it's been a while. It has been a while since we've had really anything, you know, since uh, Avengers. Really, yeah, Avengers. Really, really would have really? it, It's it's been a slow summer since the snap. Yeah, and and <laughs> George R R is still collectively eating our ass. So, if you're if anybody with, cares with a spoon. Well, I, with one of those why with a, one of those warm pitas. Why a spoon, cousin? Earlier. It's like a grapefruit spoon, but. Ouch. Like a serrated edge? Yep. Nice. <laughs> nice. So anyway, what did you what did you guys what did you guys think of the of the Timberland salt? Um I well uh, do do you want to go pessimistic slant or overly optimistic slant first? Pessimistic slant. Oh, okay. I'll let, let me then. Uh let me pull it up here. Obviously, this is—I don't know—it's—it's it's masquerading as like, like, like Entertainment Weekly, you know, is breaking some sort of story. But this is clearly being released by the studio. These like secret backstage photos. So that's a little trite. That's a, a, a bit trite. Just play it up as a as a preview, and not like you're, you know, breaking a story here. Uh, which is more trite, the fact that they're playing it this way or the fact that they're trying to get that 90s aesthetic that you can only get from weeks of not bathing? Uh, I'd like to see how it really, how it really comes together. I'm, I'm actually not pessimistic that way. I'll give it a chance. Um, I'm, it's it's going to be all about the soundtrack. I mean, really, is what's going to set that tone. Um, Correct. And, and I'm sure some, if they some can band concert fees. Of the 90s. Well, you, right. you are. I mean, you see her. I mean, one of the pictures she's in a nine-inch nails shirt. Yeah, exactly. Which is, a, I mean, that's kind of the low-hanging fruit. But to Joe's point, there's right. not much. That's else. actually that's exactly the picture I'm looking at, and I'm like, there's not much else. That's this doesn't look in the 90s besides the music and, as Joe said, like a lack of hygiene. Which so that's all fine. Uh, let's start from the first snippet. Um, which is that picture of Brie Larson in the outfit? I'm. I, I'll just. I'm a. I'm a Brie Larson apologist. I'll just start right there yes. with that. So, I'm not going to be able to really maintain much of a negative stance here. Face my sitting. my only what? my only um my only problem with it is that <laughs> she was just uh she wasn't on my radar as who I wanted to play Captain Marvel. Who's your top three? I don't. Who's your top three? I wanted I wanted Catherine Winnick. I only had a top one. I wanted Catherine Winnick to play Captain Marvel. Why do I not know that? Um, she plays uh, the female lead in Vikings. She's uh um she was hmm. she was Jake Chambers' mom in the Dark Tower, the movie that we shall not mention. Why her of all people? Oh my God, she was. I I thought she was. I well, I think she's gorgeous and she's blonde and badass and. I just thought that it would be a. I thought Marvel was maybe maybe would have done one of those things where they grab like, 
like no one knew who Tom Hiddleston was before he was Loki. That's not true, but he wasn't like a star. And then they cast him as, and now he's fucking everything. So I, I really wanted Katie Sackoff. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Who are her. these people? Always... <laughs> Katie Sackoff was a, was a, she played Starbuck in, was it Battlestar Galactica? Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I, think she's too, I think she was too old. I could see that too. That's the only reason that <clears throat> I, so, but, but because I can't knock Brie Larson because I, she, I mean, she's an Oscar winning actress. She has, a, I mean, she's, she does look the part, especially if I think in this movie, she probably won't look like she won't have the fucking cool, like a uh, Mohawk haircut that modern Captain Marvel has. But I bet in Avengers 4 she does. If we're going to discuss this, we have to not talk about the comic book arc. Captain Marvel will just infuriate me. I understand. Uh, let's see. Slide 2. Uh, that's interesting. Um, I suppose you two idiots know who those four people are that's that are with her. Well, I, I, the only one I know uh, was a Digimon Hansu. Because he was D- in Guardians D- of the D- Galaxy. D- Digimon Hans out? Yes. Yes. Digging my hands D- out? D- yep. Digimon. Digimon. Uh, Hoisan sauce. <laughs> That's racist. Uh, yeah. And uh, what is it? Minerva? Is it the other one that has a name? Yep. And they are. What are they? They seem called? to be. They're, they they're, are. They are. They're. What are they called? Star Force? I believe they're they're members of Star Force. Suck Correct. my ass. They are. Uh, um, That's actually the most '90s goddamn thing in this whole article. What is your take on uh, this idea that they're just gonna kind of? It's it's an origin story, but not a beginning origin story. It's just gonna kind of jump to the part I've, where she's. Thank thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm glad. I don't need to. I don't need to spend a quarter of the movie with her being just a normal person. And then the next quarter of the movie, her getting her powers and learning about them and, or getting her powers. Then the next quarter of the movie, her learning how to use them. And then the final quarter of the movie, her being the superhero, but it, just, isn't it just um, make her a superhero. Really? You don't think that that level of power needs to be, uh, is it juxtaposed? No, it's exposed. Exposition. Ex, like, yeah. exp- I don't think we've seen. I don't think she's going to be as powerful. She's not going to be the most powerful superhero from minute one of the movie. I think that might be something she builds into. But the idea, like, the idea that she's already Captain Marvel and she's already a member of Star Force and she already has some powers is is cool with me. Uh, I guess I'm alright with that too. Um, I'm sure they'll flash back enough to to figure well, out her whole Cree morph or whatever it was. Well, my right. my favorite part of the article is that picture of the scrolls. Why? To like because um, you're a big Ben Mendelsohn fan. No, if they're <laughs> if they're introducing scrolls into the MCU, then that the only logical step from there is for uh, the next post Thanos. MCU post uh, uh, stop it, it. It, it's it's gonna it's gonna be the secret invasion, which is awesome, and you're gonna hate it. You're gonna hate talking about. I it to, I told you guys, and I'm serious about it. I'm done after the next Infinity War movie. 
I'm just I'm closing the chapter. Except if my kids are really into it, I guess I'll be forced to to take them. But I'm I'm done with the story arc. <laughs> yeah, well, because the, the story arc will be done. That's a that's a good point. I'll also be done with the story arc. That's a good point, Ryan. I'm, I'm done I'm with the that. franchise. Is that more clear? Is ben, uh, the is, Avengers franchise? I think all of, the Avengers all of the MC, franchise. All of the is MCU. Done. I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, you're done with like just the MCU. Yeah. So you're just you're just done. Yeah. After next one. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll watch Captain. No, it, no, and then I'll watch. Then you'll have you'll have no. Then you uh, uh, then the scrolls and and secret invasion means nothing. Yeah. To you nope. That's at all. that's uh. I'll be fishing. So you don't like the, you don't like the idea that the scrolls who can shapeshift and. The whole concept of the secret invasion is that there's like, um, Cap has never been Cap. Cap was always a scroll, just acting as Cap. It's just dumb. Oh, I love the fact that Nick Fury is going to be a scroll. Dumb. Is Ben Mendelsohn? I love ben- it. I, just, sorry, go ahead. I love the fact that anyone whose contract is up is just going to be a scroll. That's so, it's so convenient. Like, hey, Chris Evans, our Captain America, he's done after Avengers 4. So you know what we're going to do? We're just going to bring Scroll Secret him. Invasion in, and we're just going to, he's going to reveal himself to be a scroll upon his death. And so he's going to die at the end of Avengers 4. But is there anything more looking, perfectly, is, like, comic book comic than book? that? No, that's no, right. No, it, there's not. And I it guess you purists like yourselves and Alex Yard will get all thick in the pants about that, but it just it just irks yep. me. So lazy. That's exactly exactly what warms my loins. That's I. You are exactly correct. It will make me thick in the pants, and it will make your and it'll make you your milk curdle in your refrigerator. Yeah, and, I, and you know what? That's okay. That's, <laughs> it that's is okay. I've, totally. I've enjoyed the ride for the last eight years, for the most part. Uh, is, is Ben Mendelsohn like the new Mads Mikkelsen? Is he just in everything? I think so. Is he just in everything now? Yeah. And he's always like, he's always going to be like, like he'll never be cast as like a heartthrob. Uh, or, no, no. Or he's the, always or the a heel. protagonist. He's always a heel. Right. But he's great. He may play like the... Uh, he- play like the spies handler until the end when you realize he's been the bad guy all along that's like the most protagonist he'd get is if he was at the end to turn heel that's <laughs> right. the only way that's the only way he'd be uh that's what he's going to be mads mickelson can't play anybody but that character because i mean that's just how he looks no, he uh, he, he like, played a very effective. Uh, I think it was Tristan in the uh, Antoine Fuqua <laughs> King Arthur movie. Quite an effective night of the round table, I thought. He actually was in that, wasn't he, with Clive Owen? Which I like that movie. I'm not afraid to say it. I think that's a, I don't. I don't. That's a watchably entertaining movie. I don't not like that movie. That's a little Kira Knightley it is. action. That's some yeah. uh, some. Uh, um, What's his name? The guy who played uh, Lancelot. That's uh, he was uh, Ian Grufford. Yeah, with the too many Fs or too many Ns. He's got too many yeah, something. Yeah, he's got. In his it's name. like right. And there's like an O. Yeah, there's like an O in his first name, and his first name's like Ian. Yeah, it's like but there's, there's, there's four o. letters. There's four letters in that. 
It's like I O A N, but it's, I don't know if it's like I own or I N, but it's Ian. And then his last name's got like three F's in a row. It's like G R U F F F A R D. Gruffard. <laughs> it's, it's very Nordic. <laughs> but yeah, that's a. Uh, I own Gruffard. Uh, that's, a, that's a good movie. Yeah, I really like it. A, um, hell, uh, fuck, Ray Stevenson's in that, isn't he? Yes, it? he is. And I think Ray Sandstone is too. Is it and Ray and Ray Winstone? That's what I meant. Who is Ray Sandstone? <laughs> I don't know. I love him. I bought a car off him at Sandstone Ford. Right, exactly. He always gives you a good deal on the uh, on the underbody treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, yep. Come on down to Sandstone Ford. <laughs> where we'll always treat you like family. And then he's got like his commercials. Got like uh, like all his grandkids are around him. And then they let the cute ones speak, and then everybody has like the deer in the headlights thing where they say, Come mm-hmm. on down. No, yep. And then they all make that like that hand motion that like, come on. Yeah, but none of them none of them are in sync. It's a really, right, really discombobulated all... <laughs> like sign off. <laughs> We've all seen that commercial. Everybody though. has. Everybody has. There's definitely like waving inflatable <laughs> arm tube band in there or a mascot of some kind. Oh, yeah. Awkward. yeah. Like a bear, a big yellow bear, but it's not Winnie the Pooh because he's wearing pants. But <laughs> no, it's just a it's yellow like, bear. Like, uh, Todd Brown Bear. <laughs> Todd Brown Bear, the mascot of Ray Sandstone Ford. Yep, it's always played by their cousin, generationally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> generationally. Uh, Clive, <laughs> fuck, King Arthur. Uh, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm running through this. Oh, Stephen Delane is in that too. He's Merlin. Who is he really? Yeah. Hmm. I That's did cool. Not know that. that is cool. I did not know well, he was Merlin. And, yeah. And who can forget Charlie Allen in his unforgettable role as Saxon number one? My favorite Saxon. <laughs> yeah. You know well, who else is in also... this? God damn. Yeah, there's a scars guard. Not just that, but here's a buried segue. I was actually gonna ask you guys, independent of this, because there was like the trailer for that shitty Will Smith Netflix sci-fi thing. It, is Joel Edgerton a poo butt or is he not a poo butt? He is a poo butt. Joel Edgerton is in it, and he's going. And he is, that's going exactly what he is in the King Arthur. That's exactly what he is. If you were to say, if you were, if 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 he were to walk in front of you and somebody would say, describe him, you'd say poo butt, poo poo butt. Is- it's not like. It's not offensive. It just is. It's just, it's just like it's like when you see your cat's asshole for the first time in the morning, and you're like, ah, "Come on!" Like, just just wanted to remind you it was there, yep. and that it's touched everything you own. He's always preening. <laughs> That's what it, he's just. Well, he's got to get everyone else's smell off of him. He's just a. Who but I don't know. <laughs> that's th- that's so apt. I mean, that's exactly what he is. I, I, that is that is it's a pretty segue that movie, you though. can't pay money for. Is the somehow it's, we stumbled into the King Arthur movie with uh, yeah Ray Winstone, Ray Stevenson, not Ray Sandstone. There is a Skarsgård. Yeah, it's it's Papa Skarsgård. It is Thor. old Stellan, my favorite Skarsgård. Yep. Who is else he? is in this? Well, we already said. We I'm already just looking at the buried Gruffard. at the end of the uh, at the old uh, end of the roster. Bosco Hogan. 
as Bishop Decoy. Oh, David Wilmot is the woad killed by Lancelot. That's actually as he's. Hold on, what, what is it? Is, this, is it called? King, is it it's called just Arthur? King Arthur. No, it's just King Arthur. This is amazing. Joe McKinney is mangled Saxon. Mangled. Mangled Saxon. Saxon. This is awesome. It's actually <laughs> I own Gruffud. There's no way his last name is Gruffud. There's two D's at the end of it. It's, it's insane. Hugh Dancy's in this. It's Clive Russell and Graham McTavish are like bit parts. It's very cool. It's like English who's who. Till Schweiger. It's 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 quite the little uh, repertoire. Oh wow! I, I, there is a lot of guys in this. And and since we're segueing and we're speaking of, uh, the well, let's see how do I say that and make it tasteful. <laughs> he's he's sort of the Mads Mikkelsen slash Ben Mendelsohn. Graham McTavish. Yeah, right at the very end. But Mister, I'm in everything. The previously mentioned. Diamond Handsaw is in King, the new King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, which is also a decently watchable flick. So I, I'm into the King Arthur thing. Well, it's, I like King Arthur. It's a good story, and, like King and I, I like these various interpretations. But it could be because I like Antoine Fuqua's work, and we all here uh, dig our boy Guy Ritchie. So I like what they've done with the bliss. I even Gruffled. even with Charlie Hinden in it. Uh, every man, British American motorcycle demon. That, that's that's our guy. <laughs> Everybody's favorite Joe Handsome antihero. Once, once. You <laughs> say once once uh, commissioned a Jaeger. Oh, that's a good. That's a good little meta blast, Jaeger. I love, I Fuck. love oh. Joe Handsome antihero. <laughs> Charlie Cunningham. Yep. Uh, that's also a decent movie. Pacific Rim. Yeah. The first it's one. Probably going to be. The first one. It's probably going to be worked into my. Uh, Pacific Rim uh, job? Yeah, to be before and after oh, here shortly. I, I, I knew before. where you were going. Right now I'm Porta John McCain, which I really like. That's a, that's a good one. It's not as good as Guy on Guy Fieri, but it's good. Two, no, two thumbs way up into the side for that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll miss you, American hero. Fuck. Uh, for the record, you're an American hero. Damn right. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Thank you. Um, speaking of American heroes, I got to... Before we segue to my uh, to some stories with my yeah, grandpa. we teed that one up well. Um, well, no, I'm I'm not even going there yet. Um, okay, so there was a a like a top secret Netflix uh movie coming out that was starring Ryan Reynolds and uh, Dave Franco. And like four other people, and it was well, directed. Okay. It, it was directed, written by, and produced by um, uh, American Juggalo Michael Bay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now it was called Six Under. 
or it technically is still called Six Under. The concept being that it's a it's a it's a story about six like mega billionaires who fake their own deaths in order to go off the grid to fight crime. That sounds actually somewhat interesting by any other director. Almost as interesting as Nick breathing heavily to his microphone. Yeah, I, what the fuck? But I digress. So anyway. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a rumor has came out as early as today that while not substantiated, hence the rumor, is being uh, put out there by people who, like, the last, like, five hot takes they've had have been correct. Okay? All right. Okay. So this is either somebody who's on a hot streak or somebody who actually knows things and doesn't say it until they know it. That the, mm-hmm. that the show starring Ryan Reynolds and Dave Franco, produced, directed, written by Michael Bay, called Six Under for Netflix, is actually a secret live-action Thundercats movie. Uh, I don't know what you want me to say there. I don't know. I don't. Secrets I don't, don't exist in Hollywood, for one. Well, well, if you're openly filming a movie called Six Under with the cast, and you're filming it in, like, uh, Saudi Arabia, it's not like they're filming it in fucking Atlanta. Yeah. It's in Saudi Arabia. I, I wonder if they couldn't have maybe uh, pulled it off to a point where now they now there isn't a secret, so now it is gonna, they're going to have to come out and say, like, nope, it's Thundercats. Uh, is Ryan Reynolds Lionel? That's what I'm asking. You would almost, going to, yeah, it would almost have to be, but... What does that make Dave Franco? Snarf? No, no, uh, he's... Mumra. <laughs> Have you seen Michael Bay lately? He could just be Mumra. He's handsome. Who's your oh. Chitara? He's handsome like Steve Coogan is handsome. He is. Nice Steve Coogan blast. I am uh no I am, I'm on the uh the IMDB program. Are any of you gentlemen uh have access to that? I can get on it right now. Yeah, do that. And I was Typing in Thundercats, and I stopped at Thunderca, T H U N D E R C A. Type that in and see what the very last thing that comes up on search is. Thun- uh, hold on, I gotta actually use a U. Uh-huh. Thunderca, uh-huh. and the very last mm-hmm. thing, Alaska. Yeah, Alaska Thunderfuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, Alaska Thunderfuck is a. Uh... My brother's favorite uh, drag queen. Who's his third favorite? Hi, you know what? Don't know, but I do know for a fact that Alaska Thunderfuck. Uh, Jake has met Probably. Jake. My, he's met Alaska Thunderfuck. Probably Donna Dick. I uh, I got I don't know what to say there. I don't. Hey, this is a thing. It's a, apparently it's a thing. That's a that's a something. It's an awesome, uh, awesome uh, yeah. nom diploma. Okay, yeah. T- here you go. Type in six underground and look at the cast. On on you tell, and, on IMDb. Uh, IMDb. Yeah, six underground. The number and six or me, the, like S I X. The number six, the word underground. Okay. And you tell and you tell me who Chitara is. Uh that that'd be Belani Laurent. 
I would think so. And Dave, I mean, then you got uh, you got Corey Hawkins, who's Panthro. Mm-hmm. I can only assume. Um, Ooh, racist. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm but... Just kidding. <laughs> it was the '80s. This does um, look like a very feline cast. Yeah, it actually could kind of work. I think. Is Ava Jordan Vasquez snarf? I uh, nope. no, no I, girl. I think that Dave Franco's snarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. If it there now. was a couple of There's guys that would, would sign on a project like that, it'd be Ryan Reynolds and Dave Franco. So there's there's some some smoke here. Correct. I just I, I don't know. I I, uh, I would think if it was going to be done by Netflix, uh, I don't like Michael Bay attached to anything. I like that. see. I think you're a poser there. I think deep down you're you're a you're a, a Bay Hey guy. That's no. You would you would have to at that point. I mean, did you do you like uh do you like all the Transformers? This uh, this isn't my party. I'm not a Michael Bay fan. I'm not Michael. I'm not a Michael Bay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'll defend Michael Bay up until, up until he made the next, the second Transformers movie. From there on out, it was an inexcusable hard left. But I'm not going to pretend like I'm not going to pretend like all of his late '90s, early 2000s stuff wasn't shit. I know all the words from. He's directed 59 movies. Wow. And, Okay, Including Black Sails, which you like. He did a ton did a ton of music videos. Really? Yeah. Okay, uh just give it's a quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh bad boys. Fuck yeah. Thumbs up. The rock. Fuck yeah. Thumbs okay, thumbs up. Armageddon. Fuck yeah. Thumbs up. Uh Pearl Harbor. I gotta go thumbs down. E, e, so that's, three, that's three up. That's three up, one down. Yeah. Bad boys too. It was. It was. It was eight years too late. I'm gonna have to say thumbs down. So that's that's three up, two down. Uh, 2005's The Island. I didn't thumbs see it. Down. Didn't see it. We're now we're now evens. It's now a zero sum game. Okay. Uh, the original the original Transformers. Sure. Thumbs up. Transformers: no, Revenge no, of no, the Fall. Okay. No. no. So now we're back to zero. Transformers: No. Dark no. Okay. No. Now we're now we're negative one. Uh, pain and gain. I gotta assume it's a hard pass, but I didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, so I didn't watch it either. Uh, Transformers. No, age of no. Extinct. Okay, no. so we're down. We're down two now. Thirteen hours. With that, that's John a decent Krasinski. movie. That's a decent flick. Yep. So now we're down one. Uh, Transformers. No. Stop it. No. Okay. So we're. He ends up with a <laughs> negative two score. Well, you forgot Teenage Ninja Turtles. One of them. That was. Uh, he didn't direct that. I think he produced that. I thought he directed one. One of them. He just produced it. See if you if you go if you go producer. It's no, a whole no, different game. We'll just blame for directing. I just want the direction. I mean, because you got the purge, and you got uh, black sails, which, as you said, I do love. Um, you got uh, 
Let's see. Oh, A Quiet Place, which was wonderful. He directed that? He produced it. Hmm. Just a shit director, I think, at that point, right? He directed the Lionel Richie collection. Yeah, I, he, he also directed, like, Aerosmith, Tina Turner. There's a lot of... If you go through, the like, his... Uh, his like seventies, eighties, and nineties music video credentials. Wow! It's it's a it's a. I think I Will, there's Wilson Phillips there. on here. There's some winger. I, see, I say I saw winger. Okay, good. <laughs> a lot of great white. Well, if you're gonna do great white once, I kind of like. I think I might like white him more, more now. <laughs> know that he did like a lot of. He did like. Um, the music videos to all the singles off of Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell album. Oh, uh, but they also did Vanilla Ice's album. Yikes. He's like the Rick Rubin of music video directors. He is all over the damn place. Yeah. Oh, Richard Marks, friend of the program. All right, points for that. <laughs> Friend of the program. I actually thought Michael Bay had directed more cheesy movies than just that. So what was the net? Negative two? Uh, negative two. So if you yeah. took away the whole Transformers franchise, he's probably uh, he's probably in the black. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. He had uh he had four hard passes with uh he'd be up two mm. at that point. So, wildly off track uh, with that. Yeah, I didn't think we'd get to Michael Bay's filmography. <laughs> I really didn't. I'm it glad happens, we did. I, I didn't know that's what he looked like. Like a werewolf he, of, uh, halfway through his transformation? <laughs> yeah. Or like a, like a Mickelson with a stroke. That's also good. Yeah. Does he look, I mean, Very does he apt. look kind of like... He kind of looks. He, it's like a. It's like Michael Bolton meets Mark Stanley. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a pairing. What a pairing. That's great. Smirky little shit that he is. <laughs> he also. He's like handsome Steve Coogan. God damn it. What's Steve Coogan up to these days? I let's, love Steve let's, Coogan. Let's find out. By the way, he's he's like if the Fonz was a vampire. Hey, um, if you go to uh, if you go to IMDb and you type in Steve Coogan, there's mm -hmm. a there's the very first like you know at the top of the page it's like the slideshow. The very first one is Steve Coogan as Houston. Oh, you're absolutely right. From the other guys. Yes. Yeah, that's a good call. All I need is some classes. Yep. Joe, are you on your way there? I thought it was here, but if, it doesn't. If, I don't think I have the same picture as you. If not, I'll just I'll I'll just screen cap it for you. So. Yeah. Yeah, you should probably just do that because my first picture is him from Hot Air. Steve Coogan's in your in your mind horn. I never. Uh, I, yes. I never got to watch that. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> Is Steve Coogan in your mind? Yeah, uh, I don't know. 
He's also in, he's, my favorite though, he's in Hamlet 2. I don't know if you've ever seen Hamlet 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo? I haven't, but I bet it's tremendous. Hamlet 2 is awesome. It's got uh, uh, Liz Shu is in it. Um, and uh, Boy, she's a bunch a, of other people. She's, she's an all-timer. There's a, there's a song in, in Hamlet 2 called uh, Rock Me Sexy Jesus. Which is just it is it is legendary. Sometimes when I'm feeling low, I'll turn. He plays a high school drama teacher who is putting on a a, a spin of Hamlet uh, at his school, and uh, but the whole town is against it, kind of like Footloose. But he he decides to put it on anyway in like an abandoned factory, and there's. He stars in in his own play, his original play, Hamlet Two. It's fucking great. Jeez. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't have that slideshow picture. Uh, but I will say, is it Houston or is it Nick Cage now? I think it's more Houston. <laughs> Nick Cage now. You get Nick Cage now is in like a uh, like a real bad hair dye. Pacino kind of phase. That doesn't shock me. <laughs> me either. Let's see. So, if you we're back to sad again. <laughs> I was gonna say we're back to sad, so we may as well talk about our dead grandfather. Yeah, let's lighten <laughs> things up a bit. <laughs> so he um uh he died Saturday. Of uh, pr- pretty much everything. He was of, he was a diabetic of death. <laughs> he died of death. He was a diabetic. He ha- he was on dialysis. Um, An acute renal failure. He had uh, which is kidneys. He had a, a perforated bowel that was poisoning his blood. There was all sorts of stuff, and we brought him to my parents' house for hospice, and the whole family was there, and he died uh, surrounded by people he loved and who loved him back. And it was Saturday morning, about five thirty. He passed, and uh, uh, I'll, I, I'm in the process of cleaning up some of the sound. Um, but we, uh, Joe, sat bedside with him for probably, well, it was almost for a week. Yep. Uh, and re- it's recorded their conversations. And uh, this guy, if you didn't know Grandpa, you missed out on one of the world's greatest storytellers. Um. I, I liken it kind of to Big Fish. You ever seen the movie Big Fish? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of what Grandpa's always reminded me of. Uh, you know, he tells one story about uh, uh, Henry Beckstein. Okay, and if and, and please, if for some chance you're like like related to this meeting, son yeah, of a bitch. you're Johnny Beckstein, <laughs> and you just also happen to listen to our show. Please contact us. He was a meat-eating son of a bitch who had a bathtub even with his floor so he could he could bathe himself and not have to stop eating his meat. What? That's how much Henry Beckstein liked his meat. He was a meat-eating son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, we heard about the the He could eat he could eat like a like two 20-ounce porterhouses and a T-bone in one meal. It, and he'd do it in his bathtub. Like, gummo. Jesus. 
Um, yeah. There was uh, there was the the gin the gin shooting gypsies. Uh, there's that story. There's, there's I don't know if I've heard. That <laughs> there's one. the Polish war brides. The Polish war brides. There's a story about uh, when he uh, he got in a fight with uh, Dick Clark after the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, you know he's told stories about uh, he invented a way to more quickly change the tires on a race car <laughs> on a race car. Yeah, that's right. He he actually. At a uh, at a meet and greet with Joe Gibbs and Bobby Labonte. At the time, I don't even think it was Bobby. It might have been Dale Jarrett. Uh, and because Jimmy Maycar was there, and it was right. Uh, uh, <laughs> we know he was there because he hit him up in the bathroom like where he, he couldn't fo- escape. He followed him into the pisser and then told him. He said, "Hey, I now, got this. And now, listen now. Listen. Rather than send a guy over the wall with." jack we're gonna build the jack on the bottom of the car dale pulls into the pit stall he presses a button the whole car lifts off the ground two guys change a tire the guy that would go over the wall with the jack goes to the other side and starts taking the lug nuts off the two tires the jack just spins the car around in the stall like a 180 <laughs> then it spins him back around again. The jack goes back up underneath the car and he takes off. It's going to shave 3.4 seconds off a pit stop. And only adds 420 and, pounds. And Jimmy Maycar's like, yeah, hey, that's, uh, that's uh, something. That's number wang. That's, that's number wang. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, he left the bathroom. Well, Later, Joe Gibbs is up there thanking everybody for coming to the hospitality tent. Uh, and Grandpa raises his hand and Joe opens it up for a, a, a like a Q and A town hall style. And Joe Gib- and Joe Gibbs says, "Yeah." And he goes, "Now I was talking to Jimmy about a jack." God. And he proceeds to tell to tell Joe Gibbs all about the jack, the whole thing. And you know, Grandpa, well, and, Grandpa and, and he includes up, like, "This is my daughter here, and my son's over here." Yeah, mom's like hiding her her, her badge. Like, She's like never been happier to be an Elliot. Like, no, 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 no. I'm an Elliot, not a Snedden. So he's not with me. He's not with me. Well, you know, Grandpa doesn't tell a short story, so he's he, he's going all about how the jack would work. Maybe you could put the button on the steering wheel. Maybe you could put it down by like his leg. Hmm. Maybe maybe you could put it on the door. Maybe you put. Maybe he doesn't press the button. Maybe there's a guy. Who comes over the wall? He presses the button. You know, maybe the guy who tears the the film off the windshield also presses the button for the jack. And and Joe Gibbs says, "Uh, yeah, uh, I'll buy it. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I'll buy it. Sight on scene. Let's get that going." And Grandpa's like, "All right, All right I got Joe Gibbs like in the jack." And it's just it's fucking ridiculous. Oh my! Another time. We, it was me and Justin, my cousin Justin, and he took us to the, like, qualifying for the Indy 500, and we park, and we walk in, like, a gate that is very clearly not meant just for, like,
That was weird. <laughs> now he's recording. I don't know. He's back again. Is that new? I guess. I've never heard that before. I've never heard him say that before. <laughs> Me either. That was weird. Did you join it? Did you add him in? Yeah, I just I made him leave and then I made him come back. There's most likely gonna be two tracks. Yep. Okay. You might have to download yours for me, Joe. That's chill. Okay. Anyway, the guys, basically the guys at the front yard said. Like, Didn't Grandpa come out like in a pair of slacks with his shirt off because he was shaven at the time? Yep. And there was like a yep. ruckus yep. in the yard? That's, that's exactly right. And he came out and was like, basically, he didn't even say like, what's all the ruckus about? He just came out and was like, oh, a fight. Swell. <laughs> these guys said, all right, let's do it. And Grandpa said, I want to get it right. But he said like. Well, I hope you's fuckers pack the lunch. Because <laughs> so you're going to be here good. all goddamn day. That's such a good line. <laughs> oh, shit. I hope you fuckers pack the lunch. Because you're going to be here all goddamn day. Uh, all goddamn day to kick my, our ass. Then my he ass. Said, the then 70s he said were a good time to be alive. Then you said <laughs> things like... um. Uh, like, uh, she's so fucking dumb. <laughs> What's, is it, how does it start? To it's, sound? she was so fucking, contrary to popular belief and contradictory to none, she was so fucking dumb that if you put her brain in her uh, hummingbird, it'd fly backwards and suck a mule's ass for a morning glory. That's exactly it. That's, that's a something. If you put her brain in a hummingbird, she'd fly backwards and suck a mule's ass for a morning glory. <laughs> that's I don't know where I don't know where you go from there, story wise. Like I feel like that's the point. Yeah, well, I, just, that's the rest. I have another I have another Wayne Snedden getting in a fight story. Oh well that by all means. Uh there was a there was one time uh it was way back when when Wayne Allen was uh like a seventh grader. And there was like a like a ninth grader who came over and kicked his ass every day. And Papa just let him do it. <laughs> well, about about the tenth time it happened, he stepped in and he said, Now I'm gonna let you kick his ass. But I want you to look at your dad and look at me. And remember that one day when he kicks your ass, it's not gonna be because you're kicking his ass that day. It's going to be for every time you ever kicked his ass. <laughs> mm. I, I wish that I had a story arc in my life that would allow me to bestow moments like that upon people. I just wish I lived right. in a different time, like an older time where cool <laughs> like you could, dadisms. You could say things like that? Yeah. yeah. To kids? Like, yes. Now you would get, you'd get thrown in jail now. Right. There was another story where they, there was this car that had been getting. There was this cop, O'Shaughnessy, who <laughs> of had been, it's O'Shaughnessy, who had oh, been right? pulling this car over. Like he pulled Kirk over in this car for suspicion well, of loud exhaust. It's it's because my dad. It was your dad's car. It was my dad's car that he. But my dad borrowed all the time. Right, right. And he he jacked around in it like a teenager. And so O'Shaughnessy had it out for my dad, but one day Kirk was driving it. And pulled him over for suspicion of loud exhaust. So Kirk being Kirk said, it's either a loud exhaust 
or it's not. Atta boy. <laughs> and then, and then, said something, John said something along the lines of, like, you don't want to get smart with me, boy, and put his hand on his nightstick. And Kirk said, here's the deal, Shaughnessy. Like, I'm going to, like, like, Kirk's, like, 18 years old. And this is, a, this is a, like, a 37-year-old, like, he fought in World War II cop. And, he's, and, and he said, here's the deal, Shaughnessy. If you pull your nightstick out, I'm going to whip you to death with it. So, like, the ball's in, the ball's in your court. Well, he lets, he lets Kirk go. Kirk takes the car back home and tells Grandpa, hey, Shaughnessy pulled me over for suspicion of loud exhaust. So, Grandpa says, all right, get in the car. So they get in the car and they drive to the police station. And this is, they have like an 8 by 10 picture of every cop in the department. And Wayne, Wayne, Grandpa walks in and the police chief comes out. And well, the, he, he walks in, he's just looking at the pictures. Right. With, and, with Kirk. Is it with this one? Is it this one? Is it this one? This one, Shaughnessy. Right. And he says, he's pointing at it. And he says, is this, uh, this the one? And Kirk goes, no. And he goes, okay. Goes next one. Is this the one? No. Hmm. Is it this guy? No, it's not that guy. And the chief police officer says, Wayne, what's going on? He goes, I'm going to wait until my son tells me which one of these is Shaughnessy. And then you're going to decide, does Shaughnessy leave my kids alone or does he wake up in a trunk? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> does he leave my kids alone or does he wake up in a trunk? Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Just good times. Shaughnessy never bothered. You don't say. Well, actually, no, no. The story continues. Uh, like six months later, Carl gets a job at the city garage, like like sweeping the shop. When one of their experienced mechanics like leaves or gets sick or something, and so they just Carl's like I know my way around a car so I, I can like do oil changes and rotate tires and shit on police cars turns out Shaughnessy walks in to get his car and guess who's changing his tires well he's, it breaks yeah doing his brakes it's Carl and so Shaughnessy's <laughs> like oh shit they got a sned and doing my brakes and then it was maybe it was like two or three years later Shaughnessy pulled Carl I didn't know it was Carl well, it was. Over. You're missing one of the best parts of the story. Uh, Shaughnessy walks up. He realizes it's my dad. He turns white as a sheep. And my dad says, Don't worry about it because I do my job fucking right. I do my job right. <laughs> wow. Good line. A couple of years later, Shaughnessy pulls a car over, walks up, sees it's Carl, and just says, Nope. And walks back to his car. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even say like, "Hey, be on your way. Everything's fine." He just says, "Nope." Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! In Oak Forest, I'm gonna no. stand no. here until I'm gonna stand here until my son tells me which one's Shaughnessy, and then you can decide: is he gonna leave my kids alone, or is he gonna wake up in a trunk? <laughs> <sighs> Fucking a! The crazy thing is, uh, the brother of that police chief. 
was a, uh, a well-known pickpocket who taught grandpa how to fight. Yes. What? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was like they knew him. I don't. I don't. I never found out his name. No one could remember it. it was like, but uh, it was like Luxardo or Lowe. Right, that was his last name. But his first name was like Earl or Joe. And so Papa knew him as like Uncle Joe or Uncle Earl. Yep. And uh, he'd come over and they'd like uh, all the kids would be like, "Hey, do that thing we like." And he would like uh, like step outside. But when he came back in, he'd be like, Blah, "I'm a crazy guy." <laughs> And of course, the kids fucking loved it. Well, uh, one of his lines was, if you're in a fight, you don't want to be the fast guy or the strong guy because people know what to do with the fast guy and people know what to do with the strong guy. What you want to be in a fight is the crazy guy because nobody knows what to do with that guy. Yeah. It's the same guy who taught Grandpa. That if, brilliant, you're wa- man. if you're walking through the south side of Chicago and you're in, like a, and you're in a bad neighborhood, carry a hammer and act crazy. Because no one's going to fuck with the guy who's talking to himself who's carrying a claw hammer. And so that's what Grandpa did. He, if, he was, if he had to walk from like the north side to the south side, he'd walk through the south side mumbling to himself with a claw hammer. <laughs> and so this, this guy, is, this oh, is go the ahead. guy who ended up like going to jail like because he was like a petty thief. And his brother was the police chief that Grandpa threatened Shaughnessy to. Yeah, there was at that time, there was like a four strike law and he he pickpocketed, pickpocketed. Uh, I think it was Grand Theft Auto and then pickpocketed and then went to and, he went to like Joliet prison for 13 went, years. Yeah, he went to Joliet and uh, the uh, uh, the judge was like, you know, we can do this. You can do community because you don't seem like you're reformed. He said, fuck, send me back to prison. It's the best time of my life. Weird, because he was like, uh, it was it was the only way he was like, I get three hot meals, a bed to sleep on, and people to hang out with all day. <laughs> Send me back to Joliet. Weird, weird. Yep, very weird. Different life, different times. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's such such great street wisdom. Yep, and we got a lot of that. We got a lot of that on his deathbed. We got a lot of it recorded. So. It's uh, if 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 I can get it cleaned up enough and get it get it the permission, uh, I'll post some of it. So anyway, well, Joe, what are you geeking on this week? Yeah, what have I been geeking on this week? Yeah, I've been mostly geeking on. Uh, well, I was I was hospice side this week, so right. uh, there was that. But amongst that, I mean, there was like lots of cool grandpa stories, uh, doing genealogy stuff with with Paul which was awesome. And uh, like one of the things I learned about our, our tribal ancestors in Scotland uh, is that they invented a code of law. Um, that was like one of the earliest codes of, of law that, that existed in, in that area of the world. And um, it was, it's crazy interesting. And it points, I think to the, the ethos of our family now and, and, you know, at least within Papa's lifetime where, uh, at that time, it was there was a greater punishment for not helping somebody retrieve stolen pop property than there was for stealing it in the first place. Which is wow. cool. Yeah. Like if I if I steal your shit, I might lose my hand. But if you come to me and say, Hey, Nick stole my shit, and I say, fuck off, I could be hanged. So wow. it's, just, it's fascinating. It's fascinating stuff. And like the fact that that type of, of I'm going to help you 
even though I don't have to mentality is just so ingrained and it's just such a cool thing. And, and my grandpa lived it and uh, yeah, I don't know. Just that was a really cool thing. And then a uh, little more back into the niche of the show. Uh, I watched the adventure time finale this week and that was also excellent and I recommend it. And uh, it made me cry a couple of times, I think because of the uh, wow theme, the theme of endings. Right. So, but yeah, it was, it was good week. tears. Yep. 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 So Nico, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, it, yeah, it's been a, it's been a somewhat tumultuous, uh, 10 days on a lot of fronts. Uh, but I will say that my, my geekery for the week was, uh, and still is the start of football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically in the professional and fantasy realm, um, as we've obviously got to last week, the the live uh, fantasy draft and, and more like it. That's uh, just kind of a sign that fall is here. You know, high school football is in full swing. College season started, um, and that plays a pretty pretty significant part of. Uh, my life and my and our life, so I'm I'm going to give it to football for at least another week. Not a bad pick. No, it uh, brings some some lightness and levity on some other things that are heavy. So, Ry, how about you? What are you geeking on? Um, one of the things with with uh, Grandpa being in hospice is that everybody was in town. We had a lot of family in and around it, and it allowed us. To play a 12 person game of Salem by facade games. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, everybody from, we had my nine year old son all the way up to my 60 year old uncle Kirk. Um, it was very cool to see guys like Kirk and Tim Langan and my uncle Tommy um, not only enjoy themselves playing the game, but actually get the game. Like the nuances of the game, they picked it up really fast. Um, you know, no offense to Uncle Kirk, but if you were to say, like, hey, is he a board game guy? You'd probably say no. Right. Um, and he was awesome at it. Uh, he didn't win. The witches won. I was a witch. But uh, that was a great, a great time. Um, but also, um, because uh, uh, my, uh, my youngest daughter loves the movie Moana. <laughs> um, so if I was geeking on anything this week, I would have to say, it's the fact that I've watched Moana <laughs> probably a hundred times. I'm going to say 114 times uh, from last Saturday, from, from like last Wednesday till today. So, so that would be a week. I would say 114 yeah. times. Does the, gi- I, uh, does the giant crab scene ever make sense at any, at any point after all no, the repetitions? It, it, no. It, but I love Jermaine Clement. The voice um, guy? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, he's also the voice of like the big white cockatoo in Rio, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's also he's like you know, uh, one of my favorite movies that no one's seen. There's a movie called Gentlemen Broncos. I have and not I seen if that. You, if you've ever seen Gentlemen Broncos, never even heard of it. You need to find it and watch Gentlemen Broncos. Um, I Jermaine Clement plays a like world-renowned fantasy author. And wow. there's, 
it's great. It stars. It's a uh, Sam Rockwell is in it, and um, like a handful of people that you know, maybe not by name, but you'll see him and be like, oh, that that guy, you know. Um, he <laughs> he comes to a high school to do like or he, no, sorry, he goes to like this like summertime. So you want to be a fiction writer symposium thing, and he's putting on a seminar. Oh, have you shown me a clip from this movie? I don't know, maybe. But basically, his whole thing is like, if if you want to make like, okay, let's say you have a finished manuscript, but you want to make it a little better. Here's my suggestions: take your main character's name and then add either O N U S or A N U S to his name. So if your name, if your character's name is Jim, make it. Jimanus or Jimonus. And he's doing this on like a chalkboard, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And he ends up he ends up stealing he ends up stealing the main character's manuscript and making it his own. And it's just oh it's fucking great. You've got you've gotta watch Gentleman Broncos, Nick. You'd fucking love it. Uh, I I probably would. I is it on Netflix <laughs> or anything like that? Um you know what it might be on Netflix. Uh it's it's Gosh, the movie's got to be ten years old, so I'm not sure. But I'll, I'll kick uh, around for it. Yeah, I I almost watched Moana today, uh, just out of habit. Well, I will say I I, I felt comfort in knowing that your dad spit some fucking split pea soup out his nose. Um, <laughs> it was like it was the, it was Friday, so it was the day before Grandpa died, and he was uh, Grandpa wasn't doing very well, and your dad was very much wearing his heart on his sleeve that week. Mm-hmm. Um. And he, you could tell he's kind of been crying, and he asked me how I was doing. And I said, I said, to be honest with you, I'm doing fine. I've watched Moana's grandma die twice today, so I've kind of... It's got, out of my system. I've got it all out of my system, and fucking Carl <laughs> split fucking... <laughs> so... Uh, comedy doing what comedy should do. Yeah, gallows humor. Yep. That's just a thing. So, anyway. Like and scribe. Like and scribe. Like and subscribe. Yep. Or like yeah, a scribe, like whatever. Or like a scribe if you know a scribe. Like yeah, like. and 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 then give us five stars and tell us who your who your scribe is that you're liking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then head on over to uh, Patreon and uh, give us a dollar, just a dollar, one dollar. Uh, it would go. Uh, it would go uh, a forever way. Boy, you're. I'm just gonna let you carry this home because you are. I drank. Hey, I've today. I've drank a lot of times. Hour and a half, as as one should. <laughs> and I'm, I feel like my uh, words are jumbled in my jaw a little bit. No, you're speaking slow and clear. Stay tuned for and, the rest uh, of this year. We may decide to randomly inject Grandpa Snedden stories and uh, early time shots. So I also know that we had record. We, we had a recording dropout halfway through, and now I'm scared to death that I only have the second half. Yep. So, I hope that's not the case. Call your grandparents. Because we had great talks about Captain Marvel and Steve Coogan. Yeah, there's some lighter to go with the uh, the heavy stuff. So, Dasvidaniya. Cheers. Bye. All right, Joe. What do, what do we do now? Check this.